This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Hi there, good to have you along on this podcast and we like to revisit classic music of course on The Night Shift and this week we shun the spotlight on the one and only Cool and the Gang. I'm talking we, myself and guitarist Kel and we look back at really two very distinctive parts of their career. All the big hits and also the instrumental tunes that they used to play before they became Cool and the Gang. Enjoy the podcast and join me live on the show at weeknights 8 through 10 here on Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Yes, indeed, and welcome back into the show. Now, we are going to shine a spotlight um, on an absolutely classic band. But before I get to that, um, Cal Guitarist is joining me once again on the show. And uh, I've got my Kiss t-shirt on today. For obvious reasons, there was a big announcement yesterday that Kiss are going to be coming uh, in October to perform at the Coca-Cola Arena. Kel, um, you've seen a lot of musicians that I haven't, and one of them is Kiss. And you yeah. just describe what a Kiss concert is like. Oh, it's it's an absolute absolute spectacle. Um, it's flashing lights. Everything's larger than life. You've got they they've all got the gear on, the makeup yeah. on. Yeah. The stage show is second to none. It's it's like pure theatre, like rock and yeah. roll theatre, and. Uh, and they kind of really invented that, and that's what they were known for. They'd put an awful lot of money and work into their stage shows. It was a real, real big thing mm. that they really gave value to fans, which they still do to today. That yeah. would be, be a great gig. <laughs> the platform souls <laughs> yeah. uh, as, as well are pretty amazing. Yeah. Alice Cooper did a similar thing, didn't he? I mean, he was very much in that yeah. vein as well. Yeah, I think he, he, he kind of took it in a slightly different direction because he was really theatrical. So he took a lot of kind of theatre ideas and put those as part of his set and kind of really, really made kind of stories out of theatre, whereas Kiss was pure kind of rock and roll in your face. But yeah... Both great, great, great. Formed in 1973 in New York City. 1973, can you... I mean, it is the farewell tour, as (laughs) one would imagine, in 2023. But what a a run, eh? I mean, uh, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, and for years, they they always kept the... um, the face, the face paint, and I think it was yeah. either in the seventies or the eighties. They did this thing where, uh, like, people from their fan club could send for a picture, and when they opened the picture, it showed them for the first time without the makeup. <laughs> but when you opened it, it only lasted for thirty seconds, and it disappeared. Really, <laughs> really clever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, brilliant. Yeah, so uh, that should be an absolutely tremendous gig. So um, you've chosen a band to shine the light on this week. Uh, in fact, we were going to do this last weekend, and of course, then we had to change direction and do it our special tribute to uh, Tina Turner and had a lot of great feedback by the way on that but um, we're going to get round to these guys this week there's a lot of them on stage I've been lucky <laughs> enough to meet these guys and they're super super cool dudes yeah yeah well it's cool and the gang cool and the gang do such a fun stage show and uh, one thing I remember about cool and the gang when I was on Dubai 92 um, and our studios down at Mactoon Bridge um, <laughs> we had this enormous kind of studio and there was just me and my co-presenter Jason in this enormous studio that was actually built for an Arabic orchestra to perform in. So, as you can imagine, it was absolutely enormous. Anyway, um, in walks um, uh, one of the presenters with uh, this, these guys. There's about ten of them, and they're all kind of waving and uh, through the through the glass through our control room, waving and you know smiling. And 
I haven't a clue who they were, but and the, the, they were in town to open up the Intercontinental Hotel over at Festival City. It was Cool and the Gang, and they gladly came in and had a chat with us and told us all about their career. Uh, you know, really kind of unaffected guys, totally, yeah. really down-to-earth guys, but what a career they've had. Yeah, and they, they've uh, well, we kind of touch on this, and they've really kind of got two, two parts of their career. Um, and it's been a real joy kind of going into the early stuff, the early 70s albums and their first yeah. couple of albums. It's so good. The band's so tight. And then they had that massive resurgence in the 80s, like kind of late 79, uh, 80s, when the new singer came in. Was it James J.T. Taylor? J.T. Taylor. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. And because before that, there wasn't really a lead singer in the band. No. So they kind of brought him in and he was a great looking guy. He looked really good on the videos. But their style of music changed, but it was absolutely bang on for the time mm. and so, so successful. And I think a lot of people really just know him for the 80s stuff. They won't really know the stuff that they've done in the 70s. Mm. Mm. They would have heard a lot of it because a lot of it's been sampled really famously. Um, I think the most famous one was Summer Madness, which was Will Smith, Summertime. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're go going back into the 70s stuff, I don't think people kind of realised like, how prolific they were. I think by... The time the 80s come, they'd already had like 12 albums out. Yeah. Very prolific. But yeah, what, what a great band. Yeah, I mean, in the 70s, this is how they sounded. Get down. So kind of very funky, big horn yeah. arrangements and, um, you know, that, that very funky groove, I guess, with um, kind of chanted vocals. But as yeah. you say, not a specific lead vocalist at this time. No, it was like a real kind of ensemble thing. So they're all singing together. And um, it's just that intro is stunning. You've got the wah-wah guitar and the power of the horns. You can like literally see all of them on stage jumping up and down yeah it's just an absolute 70s funk classic yeah i mean not unlike earth wind and fire in many ways very much yeah yeah it's interesting because when you see a few of these bands they, there's kind of a dotted line between them and the same with james brown as well because he had yeah. a, he yeah. had a big band but i think the thing with cool in the gang is that they kind of move very much towards like positivity so let's just very very happy and joyful um but yeah definitely found their own way with this track it's I mean, belter. yeah let's crunch a few numbers when it comes to actual sales of uh, of albums and, uh, and and songs i think 70 million albums worldwide yeah. are we looking yeah, at yeah yeah that's right uh, yeah 70 million worldwide they've released 25 studio albums four live albums 19 compilations and 68 singles that's some output. <laughs> it's a lot of music, that, isn't it? Yeah. It is, um, yeah. Uh, tunes that you would recognise, of course, Celebration, um, Cherish the Love, Joanna. And I'm just going to give uh, our listeners a little flavour of um, uh, probably something that they're more familiar with and uh, a tune that uh, was a, a big hit for uh, Cool and the Gang Ladies' Nights. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm sure many of you are familiar with that song, um, Cool and the Gang and Ladies' Night. And what a contrast from uh, the first one. You know, they've actually got an, a bona fide lead singer there yeah. and uh, really changed the direction into into very much disco music from that funk instrumental sound. Yeah, yeah. This was kind of late 70s, early 80s, but it made such a difference with his voice. Because his voice is just just so on point. He's got that kind of high voice. Similar again to, to Earth, Wind and Fire because he had that very... Yeah, Philip Bailey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but it's, it sits within its own and I think it's a real kind of definition of the 80s, like 80s kind of disco funk music and all of that era of stuff. As you say, it was very different from yeah. Jungle Boogie. Yeah, but yeah. Um, Baseline? Ah, just perfect, beautiful simplicity. I think it's one of these songs... Like when when uh, when you go out or if there's like a, an 80s gig, the moment it comes up, your head's bobbing, and that's just the the bass and the drums just working together and just really yeah. knocking that groove down and driving it like a train. Yeah, and um, from a guitar player's point of view, very yeah. Nile Rogers style, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, you you kind of just kind of chunk around it to kind of basically keep up with the bass and drums and just just kind of tinkle along with those it's great great fun songs to play they really super are. stuff absolutely incredible band um i've been lucky enough to see them live they came for a festival called blended um that, that was put together a few years ago and uh, i got lucky enough to to actually meet the guys as well i had a great chat with them must have been about 10 surrounded by about 10 <laughs> of these guys you know and uh, they went on and did such a party set they really are one of the best at doing that if you ever get a chance to see them they are amazing and they weren't originally called cool and the gang were they originally they went under a couple of different names. One of the first one was called the Jazzy Axe. The Jazzy Axe. Yeah, okay. and then when they started playing more often around, this is before they got signs around New Jersey, um, they went under the name of Call and the Flames. But their manager at the time said, well, you had James Brown and the Famous Flames as well at the same yeah, time. Yeah. So they yeah. kind of said, we'll move away from that. And then that's when they went to Call and the Gang. And uh, yeah, and that stuck. Um, they won two Grammy Awards and, uh, in fact, got nominated for 10, uh, inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And when it comes to film and television, quite a lot of their stuff was used. Uh, let's just yeah. have a few bars of, of this. on a sunbed in Ibiza listening to that. <laughs> uh, it's called Summer Madness, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And that was that was taken, it's, it's, it's quite a long song and it's got a wonderful keyboard part, this. <laughs> Going up the octaves every time. And that, that was used famously in a TV show, right? Yeah, that's right. That was, um, well... Um, 
Will Smith and French Prince, uh, DJ JC Jeff and Fresh Prince, and they had that huge hit called Summertime, which was pretty much taken lock, stock and barrel from, from this no, Sampled from this off song. this, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, lovely to keep kind of um, underneath uh, the chat there is that tune. Um, yeah. Now also... Um, Quite a few movies have, have turned to Cool yeah. and the Gang for uh, the music, haven't they? Yeah, and they became quite quite strongly associated with the films as well. So Saturday Night Fever, which I think it was Open Sesame, yeah. which was in that, and then Pulp Fiction, which I think was Jungle Boogie, which we played earlier on. And, uh, and they've been featured in The Simpsons. So I think, you know, if you if you get on The Simpsons, that's it. You really have made it. <laughs> <laughs> you have, haven't you? Yeah. No two ways about it. Now, um, we're going to hear um, a, a ballad from them right now called uh, Cherish, which, uh, again, features those lovely vocals. Let's take a walk together near the ocean shore Hand in hand, you and I Let's cherish every moment we have been given For time is passing by I often pray before I lay down By your side if you receive your calling before I awake, could I make it through? Cherish, and uh, I bet that's been uh, the first dance at many a wedding uh, over the years, yeah? Um, what do we know about that song? Yeah, it's a beautiful song, isn't it? Um, it came out in May 1985. It charted number four in the UK, number two in the US. It's actually their second biggest selling single. Is it really? All of the 68 that they've done. So we, <laughs> we can probably guess what number one is. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, and it came interesting. This It was their 16th album this one came off of and it was uh, certified gold in October 95 and platinum in February um, and it came from the same album which also produced Get Down On It Joanna Emergency and that album in particular was certified um, triple platinum but I, I think with this it's just real class songwriting isn't it it's yeah. just, just beautiful and, and just great vocals as well yeah. on, on, on top of on top of it um, I'm just reading a little fact that the two brothers of course were in the band uh, Robert Cool Bell and Ronald Bell and their father was uh, a boxer um, they moved to New York <laughs> to train and lived in the same apartment building as the jazz musician Thelonious Monk who became Robert's godfather Miles Davis would often drop by because he wanted to be a boxer as well <laughs> Uh, I don't know how that would have affected his kind of, uh, you know, his ombre yeah, <laughs> on the uh, on on the, on the trumpet. But um, yeah, interesting little fact there on on the band. Here's another absolute beauty of a tune.
Oh yeah, that's uh, once again from kind of the second uh, resurgence from that emergency uh, album. Lovely vocals once again on yeah. that tune, Joanna. And I believe um, the keyboard player Diodato was very instrumental in producing a lot of the later stuff. He was, and I think that's where you can really notice the shift in style. It's still them, but there's a definite shift away from the kind of more boombastic funk stuff that yeah. they had so of the 70s. smooth disco. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, very much. I think it really brought out their songwriting because these are well-constructed songs. The melodies are just gorgeous. And I think also with, um, with, with the new singer on board as well, it just suits his voice so, so well. Uh, yeah, be- beautifully constructed, and I think he was a major part now in you making men- that happen. Definitely. You mentioned earlier on that DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh mm. Prince um, <laughs> had sampled Summer Madness in 1974. Not the only sample, though, of, of Cool and the Gang's music. No, no, there's, there's quite a few people did that. So Jungle Boogie was uh, sampled by Ice Cube. and said, uh, you know how we do it. Um, now New York State of Mind, which is a big hit in, in 84, uh, and ain't, um, it ain't, ain't It Hard to Tell, sampled NT, and Breathe and Stop Q-Tip, uh, which is a fantastic song in the, in the late 90s, that sampled N- NT as well. So there's a lot of their stuff that's, gonna be, that's kind of been reused, which is, uh, which is fantastic. to let the uh, trombone player out for uh, a little, little bit of a solo. <laughs> nice key change. <laughs> uh, we're going to come back and talk a little more about uh, our featured band uh, tonight on a Thursday, something we do each and every Thursday in Cool and the Gang. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8. It's joined by guitarist Cal, who's uh, been taking a look uh, back over the years at uh, Cool and the Gang. Two very distinctive um, eras that um, that they went through. Yeah. And, um, you know, both coming up with very different kinds of, uh, of sounds. One of yeah. them, uh, the funky kind of early 70s stuff, yeah. you've played in a band actually doing some Did of their tunes. Yeah, yeah. It was a band in the UK called the Blunter Brothers, and it was a wonderful band because it was like a 16-piece band, so it had a four horns and all of this kind of thing. But it played real classic 70s funk. And um, and this kind of introduced me to this side of it because I didn't know this was cool in the gang uh, and until, until I heard mm. it. And I think within funk circles, this is kind of known as an quintessential funk 70s track and it's a it's a wonderful wonderful song called funky stuff
So that's uh, once again the 70s sound of, of Cool and uh, the gang. And, um, you know, you didn't just play the tunes, actually did the moves as well, yeah. Carl, yeah? Yeah, it was all part of that 70s thing with the horn section. So, you know, when they're kind of moving up and down. So it was all a little bit choreographed. Yeah. So, uh, but it was great fun to play. And it was one of those songs you knew when it came up in a set, everyone will get up. Yeah. yeah. Every single time. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's just a great, great party anthem. I'm just looking at um, the, the album's first album released 1969 was simply called Cool and uh, and the Gang, and then going right the way up the last album 2021 Perfect yeah. Union. So yeah. you know still making um, great tunes um, as of late for sure. Yeah. And another one that was um, a big hit again. This is almost like a, a third because uh, James J T Taylor left the band, didn't he? The That's vocalist right. yeah. and uh, was re- replaced by somebody orange. I'm trying just trying to remember his name. Um, but um, they had this big hit. Oh yeah, Cool and the Gang, another big hit from that. I mean, yeah. they've certainly got a great back catalogue to fall back on. That, hence why the live shows are just fantastic. Yeah, it's just hit after hit, half to hit, after hit, after hit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, from the first song, um, I remember uh, the the, uh, the blended um, uh, festival, as it was called. It was um, down on the beach, if I'm not mistaken. No, it was Media City, sorry, at Media Ooh, City. Yeah. And um, from the first song, everybody was up and dancing away. Yeah. It really was a, a great night. Also on that very same bill was Elvis Costello. It was kind of blending together different styles of music. And uh, it was an absolutely brilliant night, really That's was. an interesting mix, actually. Yeah, it was. Because they're was. two very, very different styles, but they're both very, very experienced in front in front of audiences. So I yeah. can see where that would actually really work. It did, work, it did well. work. There was another... I'm not sure... Was Dinah Krall? Maybe Dinah Krall was on as well. Um, it, it was yeah. kind of blending jazz with the more blues of Elvis Costello and then 
you know, yeah. full-on party time with Cool and the Gang. Yeah, because did Elvis Costello do a jazz? He did a jazz album, didn't he? Yeah, they? yeah, yeah. And of course, yeah, he's yeah. married to he's Diana. A, yeah, Clark. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Uh, now we've got to we've got to talk about the biggest yeah. hit probably <laughs> ever, which you know, uh, every New Year's Eve we all pull it out the bag and yeah. put it on, and it fills the dance floor. You can't um, fail with um, this next tune. No, no. In fact, we did it New Year's when we played New Year's. We we ended the set with with this song. So it was a number. It's their biggest selling song, 10 million copies, number one in the UK, number one in the US, and uh, and it's celebration. I bet you play that a few times, Kel, haven't you? <laughs> Quite a few times, but yeah. it's, it's always great fun to play, though. It's great, great fun, because, again, it's a like a lot of their songs. The moment someone hears it, boom, yeah. they're up, Dance they're dancing, and you're full. away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And, again, that's very now uh, Roger's style yeah. of playing, isn't it? I, I mean, yeah. how, how would you describe but playing guitar on that? Very percussive, you know. It's very, very percussive, very, very choppy. But at the beginning, it's got that kind of l- that little kind of bent note hook. 
but but it's um it's kind of it, they call it an octave where you're playing two notes which are the same note but but an octave apart at the beginning but the moment you start that riff and it's only one note everybody knows it yeah and that's the sign of a really good song just playing yeah. one note and everyone goes oh, right it's that come on let's get up yeah yeah let's get up and dance <laughs> uh an insight then into into the incredible cool and the gang as i said an absolutely lovely bunch of guys who um you know t- don't take themselves too seriously yeah. who just yeah. have fun with their music and um yeah. you know uh, are still going strong which is which is great and um, i'm going to play out with one more tune final word for you on cool and the gang uh funk soul slow jams fast jams i think the word party was invented purely because of them because when you hear it that's what you want to do <laughs> let's go dancing once again great to have you with us Kel on the show shining that spotlight on Cool and the Gang on Dubai Eye 103.8 to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to dubaieye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.